An empty field. An empty pool. An empty track. A shadow of a man. Is he limping? Then... Wheelchairs flying. Two limbs. That's not a real leg. How many arms does that dude have? Girl swimmer without a leg. Then we're in Iraq, or looking at a car mid-crash in the air, or a shocking ultrasound delivering a message that a baby will not be normal at birth. And then, the whole idea of normal gets blown away altogether. Wheelchairs collide, human bodies perform in a way you can't imagine. Forget normal, think superhuman. This is the soundtrack for an ad for the Paralympics, which begin this week in London, following the very successful Olympic Games. And the man behind this Meet the Superhumans campaign commercial is Tom Tagholm. He joins us this morning from London. Tom, you've captured something extraordinary here, it seems to me. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, hello. That's uh, really kind of you to say, and that's a brilliant introduction, too. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, because the thing that's amazing about what you've done here is something that I've noticed. I'm going to use a wheelchair, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to claim I'm an expert in any of this. Uh, but you can be put off by a disability, by a stump, by an amputation, by a prosthesis, by a wheelchair. But as soon as you see somebody using that to their advantage, to be ingenious with the stump, to swim or to uh, make a basketball shot, there's a universal quality to that that, boom, propels you into, wow, that's cool. And this commercial totally captures that. Hey, you know, that's really cool uh, that you should pick up on that and say that because it's exactly the um, – hey, that was exactly the atmosphere and the reaction that we wanted to get uh, from this spot and from the, the audience who, who, who view it. You know, really what we had uh, right up uh, in the beginning was an attitude and a kind of swagger and a power that we had in mind for this even before we had the, the full concept in, in mind. And what was really, really, really important to me and important to all of the guys at Channel 4 was that we – we never really shot around any of the disabilities and we never avoided anything and we actually went quite the opposite and we, we focused on these elements of very sort of different kind of strength and that, that, that was really key to us and that, the way that the, the kind of incredible way that a human body can adapt and become strong in a new way. That, that was the, the heart of it really. I'm amazed at how you managed to keep it uh, very classical in the way that you view the human form here, yet there is a very much in-your-face quality to the entire spot, which uses the uh, uh, the hip-hop soundtrack, that sort of thing, because you could have gone down a road like that film a few years back, Murder Ball, which was very much in-your-face. It was a great dis- film, though. It was a great film, but it, it's a very different message, This uh, it seems to me. Yeah, I mean, we didn't... Well, I, I don't know. I thought that I thought there was a lot of grit and a lot of heart, heart and a lot of uh, truth in that film, and I was I was very keen to not I was very keen to go r- right to the um, to the balls of the matter and and get and, and to find the grit and kind of uncover the the competition and the and that kind of really brutal desire to 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 win in these these guys and and you know as soon as we kind of unlock that idea of elite sports people and and the agony of of losing and the ecstasy of winning that, that those sort of elements were were really at the, the heart of it and then. Really, when you add to that a kind of desire not to to shoot around any of the any of the disabilities, you, you kind of come up with something quite strong, I think. And it, and it's not actually that, to my mind anyway. It's not 
it wasn't a particularly radical ap- approach. It's just that not that many people had really done it Indeed. before and yeah. said, look, let, let's, let's get in there and let's go to the s- swimming events and let's get the swimmers and really, really shoot these aspects of their bodies that perhaps people had avoided before and make that, make that the focus of the spot and make that the beauty and the heart of the spot in a way that just felt very honest and, and very clear and, and, and very sort of unafraid. And we were kind of big on that anyway at, at Channel 4 and uh, of kind of doing the things that the other guys don't dare to do, of, of being the small guys who punch above their weight and just finding a way of doing things that's going to create a big noise and a big buzz around things when, when perhaps we haven't got the necessarily the budget or the, or the resources that some of the other channels have. And, and, and remember, the whole context of this is you're up against that kind of slightly big event called the Olympics that that we knew was going to be an impossible thing to kind of fight against, and we always wanted to go with it, but to find a way of doing it in our in our own fashion and to kind of be ballsier maybe than some of the other broadcasters can be and ballsier <laughs> than some of the other th- I hear you, some Tom. Of the straight advertisers uh, can be. I hear you. It, it's sort of BBC in a wheelchair kind of thing. That, that metaphor is sort of beautiful. I, I sort of love that. Um, you know, one of the things that's great here is that you are classical. I loved Murder Ball. I was a big fan of it. But it, it, the athletes here are very human. They're not necessarily fighting back. They don't necessarily want to to prove anything except to themselves. And in that way, they're very much like classic Olympian competitors. I'm wondering what sort of images you left on the cutting room floor here and the reactions you got from the competitors in filming them this way. Well, they, they were all... Remember, the, the, the main thing, the main reaction that I got from those guys was when I was pitching the idea to them in the first place because when, when you go kind of uh, confident and you go ballsy on these things, the first people you need to have on your side are the, are the athletes themselves. So really that was way before they saw any of the images. They just, uh, I just wanted to talk to them and get their heads in the right space and, get their, their, and, and see how they reacted to it. And they were all literally, to, to a man and woman, completely 100% up for it and sort of found it quite a, a refreshing approach and, a, and, and an interesting approach for them, which was, I, I think, really, that the reaction was mostly, finally, someone's doing this, you know? Um, and it was, a, it was a view that they'd always had of their own sports that perhaps hadn't been uh, un, unearthed and hadn't been seen before. So, no, they were all really enthusiastic about it. You know, you're doing spots, but uh, you see stories. What are some of the stories that uh, oh. you saw in the characters that you met? Well, there were a lot... <laughs> <clears throat> you talk about the stuff that ended up on the CRF. There were there were a lot of incredible um, incredible stories that you know you can't really broadcast. They're just these guys are so brutal <laughs> about everything, and they're so upfront. And you go in, and perhaps you have this kind of slightly North London approach to tiptoeing around things, and they will just completely bust you out of the water with their stories and their attitude towards things. You know, who's the? I, I walked onto the set for, um, for I think it was the basketball men's ba- wheelchair basketball. You know, and the, the captain, Simon, comes up and he says, who's the effing director around here? And, you know, he's kind of sitting massively tall in his chair and he seems to be taller than you are. And he's just, like, full of energy and takes no prisoners and absolutely doesn't allow you to mess up for a single second. So they're very kind of brutal guys and, you know, they talk about going out and getting legless and you think, hang on, can you say that? Can Oh, yeah, you can absolutely say that. And they're, they're all about owning the situation and they're all about owning it and never, ever sh- showing away from stuff. And I was super energised by their, by their the sort of confidence and power that they've got and never, ever, and you know, never even a tiny little degree of pity or anything like that. No, no. I mean, they're, 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 um, there will be sadness and there will be pity, but only if they don't 
make the qualification only if they don't make their time only if they don't win that that's where the you know that's where the tragedy is and these aren't all disabled people these are a very special group of uh, disabled people and you know they might say you know you drink enough scotch you can get legless in a hurry right tom uh yeah i they they they're um they're really just um into a a, a a simple approach to sport and in some ways you know we've just had an, we we've just had a and a real focus, 100% focus on sport. And we've just had an amazing summer here of the Olympics and some wonderful, uh, beautiful moments with, with our Team GB. And and they're looking to just continue that, right. really. And and that and that's where their minds are. I mean, I'm sure they'll party afterwards, and we've all heard stories about what the Olympic Village is like just at the end of an event. So I suspect that will be quite a full-on place. To <laughs> another be. film, another film. So uh, yeah, exactly. what's the reaction to this spot in terms of people likely to come to the competition and see the broadcasts on uh, Channel Four, and how do you think you may have set the tone to the coverage? Even, yeah, so it's all sold out. That's the that's the absolutely f- fantastic thing. I mean, you know, our, our primary focus uh, in making the spot was to get people to watch the the um, watch Channel Four's coverage of of, um, of the Paralympics. But of course, what we also wanted to do was just raise the general noise around the Paralympics itself as an event. And it's all sold out, and that's a that's a fantastic thing. So you know, everyone's talking about it. Everyone wants to go and see it. I was um, I, I was lucky enough to go and see uh, Public Enemy yesterday playing in London, and Chuck D just opens that track with a whole talk about the Paralympics and that whole thing, and to feel it go kind of full circle like that was just a really special thing. And to watch the crowd going totally nuts as they play the play our promo and 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 the guys are doing the the track live is just a really wonderful thing and to see that energy in in london and to feel to feel that whole energy around the games when previously as you say could it have been a could it have been something that next to the olympics people might have been making less of a noise about it might have been but it's just great now that everyone's completely on board so we're at the channel and everyone generally is just very excited and energized we are feeling the energy over here that's for sure tom thanks so much Really proud of your accomplishment. Tom Tagholm is a writer and director of Meet the Superhumans. That's the ad campaign for the Paralympics, which begin on Wednesday in London. He joined us from BBC Broadcasting House in London. You can catch up on that and any conversation you hear on this program. Just go to thetakeaway.org. Takeaway listener Joyce Davis says the kind of weather is business as usual in the Sunshine State, warning the Republicans. On Facebook, Joyce says if you want to see a real storm, you have to go back to Hurricane Charlie in 2004, the worst thing she's ever been through. Very scary. Join any of our coverage by going to Twitter or Facebook. I'm John Hockenberry. This is The Takeaway. I'm David Remnick, and each week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, my colleagues and I unpack what's happening in a very complicated world. You'll hear from the New Yorker's award-winning reporters and thinkers, Jelani Cobb on race and justice, Jill Lepore on American history, Vincent Cunningham and Gia Tolentino on culture, Bill McKibben on climate change, and many more. To get the context behind events in the news, listen to the New Yorker Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts.